We're owed a story, Tyler. There's so much to talk about. I think we should take votes on what to talk about. Yeah. There's there's Mary Berry the Pirate. I've got Smash Mouth and uh, a movie set studio. There's this new bear situation. The bear situation is worth dipping into for sure. <laughs> I also have an idea for an ARG. Okay. For our show. Okay. To improve uh, engagement. Engagement. Because I'm always thinking about that. We've got to do something to get these people <laughs> engaged. I would. I was gonna say off the couch, but probably on the couch. <laughs> Further like, into the couch. Yeah, sit we need, down and we need listen. to trap them in the couch. First and foremost, I do want to say, please watch Laser Wolf. It premieres when this episode goes up. Hooray! So listen to this, a full length ramble cast. <laughs> episode link the ramble cast and then go watch laser um well i think we should do the mary berry story because we we were owed that yeah you gave us promises on yeah on it, Tuesday. it was requested so my friend jason who you may know if you also listen to destructo discourse and i uh played sea of thieves on sundays before we would record destructo discourse it has since been swapped out for stardew valley which is much more relaxing yeah um, but one time we were playing Sea of Thieves and we got a quest to go and kill a skeleton captain named Mary Berry. The Mary was spelt as in Christmas, but that meant nothing to us. We knew who it was. She can't disguise herself. Did they use her likeness? I mean, it's a skeleton, so yes. So basically. Her secret likeness. Her Everyone's secret likeness is a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Right. We all just when wear get, flesh masks over our true identities. Like when you get down to it, everybody. I mean, we're all, yeah, we're all skeletons. We all have bones. True. Um, except when you watch something that should be very embarrassing for the people on the screen and they're not acting the right way. And then your skeleton leaves your body. Nope's right out of there. So we were, we were having a jolly old time making jokes about killing Mary Berry as we sailed to the island that she was supposed to be on. We assumed it would be no big deal to just go take care of Mary Berry, this old, frail baker woman. Yeah. We were very wrong. Yeah. Yeah, Mary Berry is a woman of steel. I don't know why you thought that'd be easy. Mary Berry has considerable power as a pirate skeleton captain, let me tell you. (laughs) Equal to her baking prowess. Uh, We arrive on the island and a storm kicks up. Ah, soggy bottom. Yes, we got our soggy bottom. A soggy bottom. How are the layers? Uh, bad. All bad. All bad layers, all the way down to the soggy asshole. I I can't remember which island it is, but it's one of the bigger ones that Uh we ended up going to. Uh, And it started raining because of the storm. And I don't know how much you know about Sea of Thieves, but there's different varieties of skeleton enemies. Yeah. One of which is covered in, like, leaves and moss and grass and stuff. Like, they're all intertwined between the bones. And those are immune as long as they're in water. Uh Uh-huh. And it's raining. Yeah. So we're on an island of unkillable skeleton lords (laughs) in the middle of a lightning storm. And the lightning keeps trying to strike us also. At the same time, ghost ship appears out of the ocean and just starts taking shots at our boat. Paul Hollywood come to flank. (laughs) Paul Hollywood came from (laughs) Davy Jones' locker to save his friend Mary Berry. Paul Hollywood from downtown. (laughs) 
Shooting laser blue judgments at your ship. Uh, so Jason had to run back to our boat to make sure it didn't sink, which it did do eventually. Great. And I was left alone on the island of immortal skeleton lords uh-huh. by myself. But now the, the story that I was pitched was that you killed her. Yeah, I'm getting to it. Okay. It's a long one. Okay. Uh, the storm is still going. I find a random treasure chest, which occasionally happens, and it is an ashen treasure chest. So it is just a smoldering box that looks like it's from fucking Dark Souls. Yeah. So I just pick that up, and I'm running around this storming island, and it looks like I'm in hell. (laughs) It's just terrifying. I'm surrounded by skeletons that I cannot harm. Jason is gone on a boat. Uh, He had to respawn on a new boat, and he is sailing back to the island to come pick me up. Because I'm stranded and I can't get away. Yeah. On his way, he is attacked by a giant shark. Uh-huh. I don't know what that is in the metaphor for the Great British Bake Off. Sue and Mel. I don't know. It's a, it's a, you know when they do the chocolate episode and yeah. it's always somehow just like really hot in the tent that day? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that. That's what the shark is. Chocolate tent heat. Yes. So he does eventually make it past the shark and to me, and the storm subsides, and we take turns hitting Mary Berry to death with our swords and taking her skull, which we sold for probably 500 gold coins. That's a decent price. We felt pretty defeated, but we did kill Mary Berry eventually. Well, that's right. good, at least. It was not the easy job I assumed it would be. She she made herself known. So let's slam on down this list. Uh, what, what do you guys want to talk about next? Take your pick. I'm here for the ride. Carmen, tell me about Smash Mouth. Oh, man. All right. So uh, this weekend, I actually got the opportunity to go out and, and do stuff. Um, you saw a concert that somehow got crowdsourced in the middle of the concert. Yes, that is a true thing. So I went to the uh, Brookhaven Cherry Blossom Festival on Saturday with a couple friends. Um, it's, it's a cute little festival. It's got a good art show, small, but well curated. Uh, but it also had Smash Mouth (laughs) for free, which was why we were going to this one. Um, because if you get the opportunity to see Smash Mouth, one, you should not pay for it, but two, you should definitely do it. I'm down with one of those statements, at least. Um, so they were preceded by the spin doctors who still have like useful (laughs) energy in them. Okay. So we, we listened to the tail end of the Spin Doctor show, atop our hillside um, view of the stage, and the more excited people crammed up near it. Waiting, waiting for Mr. Smash Waiting for the mouth. Right. So <laughs> The it's, mouth as he's known. It's a, a fairly large stage, huge speakers, and next to the stage is uh, the VIP area, uh, which looks like one of those scenes from a documentary about why corporate farming is bad because it's just like a tinted corral in which are shoved a large number of people which looked from the distance to be mostly older can i interrupt with a question real quick sure would either of you listen to a lovecraft themed smash mouth album called the mouth of smashness don't know if i would be able to tell the difference yes uh, we did yes. we did a, a live uh discord playing of the smash mouth <laughs> concert which from a distance of like a football field and a half through my phone speakers sounded like alien sounded radio. pretty good so it's probably probably close to what you're describing sounded like the deep tongue the deep the deepest tongue 
So the the mayor of Brookhaven himself came out mm-hmm. to announce Mr. Smash Mouth to announce Smash Mouth, and I I like duly elected. I would like to believe the mayor of Brookhaven is the reason Smash Mouth is here. Like he unabashedly and unironically fucking loves Smash Mouth and or blackmailed them. Maybe, probably. I don't I don't know if Smash Mouth can be blackmailed though. <laughs> you don't think you don't think Mr. Smash Mouth has done anything that can be blackmailed? You better play this concert, or I'm gonna tell people you did the Shrek movie. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think Mr. Smashmouth has the energy to care about being blackmailed anymore. Judging from this concert, is he? Is he just like the world's most tired man? He looked like it. So Smashmouth was was like 15 minutes late to their own concert. So we're off to a, a rip roaring start. And uh, the lead singer of Smashmouth comes on stage looking like a dad who got lost at Disney World and has ended up with a microphone in his hand and is just rolling with it. Uh, he has not aged well and from a great distance. Um, you know how some, some people, when they get older, um, their head, neck, and shoulders just kind of become one missile-like shape? Like, there's not a lot of definition yeah. going on there. Uh, so that was that was the shape of the Smash Mouth from a distance. That was his uh, his animation silhouette was kind of a a missile wearing sunglasses, an oversized gray T-shirt, and old jeans. Uh, gray T-shirt had nothing on it, no Smash Mouth logo, nothing. Just plain gray, probably Hanes T-shirt. He hasn't sold out to the man. He has no sponsors. Um, so his stage presence largely consists of wandering about the stage as though impatient lo- or lost. Um, and I did actually lose track of where Smash Mouth, the singer, was on the stage several times throughout his performance because he'd just sort of like wander toward the back of it and get lost in the equipment. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like what I would do if I was the lead singer. This was on the sunny day? Yeah, this was the nice day. So he was just trying to get some cool shade every once in a while. Maybe. Maybe he was just trying to go back there where no one could see him for a second. <laughs> uh, the bassist and the keyboardist both looked like they were um, new recruits, younger folk. I don't know anything about Smash not the, Mouth. So. Not the OG, that classic Smash right. Mouth lineup. Well, they both had a little bit of energy. The bassist... Nothing of note. Changed mm-hmm. instruments every now and then. I think that's fairly normal. I don't do a lot of concerts, but I assume. Keyboardist was like crack cocaine into it at the beginning. <laughs> uh, but we couldn't hear his contributions to any of the music, so we thought maybe they'd unplugged his keyboard just to kind of keep him occupied in the corner. Like, it's okay. He'll be happy. He doesn't need to know. <laughs> so he's just like railing on this keyboard. Um This is my cousin Dave. He just... he <laughs> This means a lot to him. He really wants to be in the band. Like... Arms starting above his head before hitting the keyboard. And again, we're at a fairly long distance because I don't want to be that close to the number of teenagers that excited about Smash Mouth. You want to look directly into the Smash Mouth. Yeah, I didn't want to get swallowed by the Smash Mouth. The wet Smash Mouth. Um, But from a distance, the keyboardist also sort of looked like Keyboard Cat, the YouTube video, because it it looked like he was just kind of smashing with the whole hand. That's where the name comes from. Um, They have to smash all their instruments. The drummer... Part of the artifice. I could not see very well. I I think this is just part of Smash Mouth, the band's whole, like, sound aesthetic, but the drummer doesn't have a rhythm to any of the music. That's a bad thing for a drum to do. It just kind of just keeps going. The drums just happen. They get smashed. Constantly. Yeah, they are smashed. That is the... Most of the smashing is coming from the drummer. And it becomes really evident that there's no rhythm to any of Smash Mouth's music. When you try to, when you watch a whole group of 
of people try to dance to it in front of the stage, and none of them are doing the same motions. What hits were played at this concert? Um, <clears throat> Did they play Sister Psychic? How does that one go? Sister Psychic, won't you tell me? Will it ever get better? Can you really see the future or just predict the weather? Do not recall that one. Um, can you say it like you're tired? I just did. And you're that just... sounded tired. <laughs> no, I think you could be more tired. Uh, the guitarist was also wearing a gray shirt, but a V-neck shirt with a white t-shirt underneath mm-hmm. it. So that was how I could tell the difference between them. Also, no sunglasses. The guitarist actually sat down during one of the songs to play. Did that they sounds... play Walking on the Sun? Yes. That's a Smash but Mouth? They, but they played well, They it, did a cover of it. They played it okay. really slow. Yes, that is their cover. <laughs> okay. I have a... I could write... Um, um, and that was kind of their dark middle chapter where the keyboardist <laughs> like lost his enthusiasm. So like in the beginning, they're they're playing some songs that I sort of recognized from the '90s, but not really. Um, and the keyboardist is into it. The guitarist is standing on his own two feet. They also did the monkeys cover, right? Yeah, they did that one. Mm. I I could write a document. I could write a whole document, which I think would rightly be called a manifesto about cover songs. Yeah, and when when they're good and when they're bad. They're bad if you're Smash Mouth. (laughs) Probably mostly bad. They just remind you of the other musicians that you could have been listening to. That's that's the trick. Uh, Can't do that. So, like, the dark middle chapter sort of started when Smash Mouth decided, well, I'm obviously not going to dance or perform in any way other than uh, scrawling. And I don't I don't know how to describe the Smash Mouth noise because it's not a growl and it's not a scream, but it's also not singing. So I'm, I'm going to call it scrawling into a microphone and wandering lost on this stage. So I'm going to try and distract from that. So he tries to get the audience members in the front to come up and dance on stage with him. And for one, him. For him, yeah. One. <laughs> for him. As a shield. One lady, I think, in like, from a distance, looked like mid-30s about. Mm-hmm. Um, the Shrek not, age. Not a teenager, but not, not all the way to middle age yet. Um, bless her heart, she did it. Uh, alone. Alone. <laughs> And she's like More awkwardly power to dancing. You in that situation. And I couldn't tell who initiated hug number one, Uh-oh. her or Smash Mouth, <laughs> but there was a hug. He was singing the song. Unfortunate that that is followed by a number. <laughs> he, he is singing a, a song that is just him repeating, You're the Fonz, as in Fonzie, over and over again. Not familiar with that one. And I, yeah. Must I wasn't not be from either. their first album, which not is the great. one that I had. Not great. Um, so he's singing this while hugging her. And then there are two more hugs. And the middle hug was really, really long and really, really awkward to witness. During the song? Yeah, during he's singing the whole time. Was he absorbing her for power? <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been it. Slowly. And I, again, I couldn't tell who really initiated the hug. Just sing juice Or who her. kept the hug going in the vice-like death grip that it was in for, for like a whole minute. Was it a contest of wills? <laughs> it might have been. And he chased her off stage after hug number three, so she might have been like pushing the hugs on him. Um, so I gave up on asking people to dance for a little bit, and that's when the keyboardist lost his PCP madness and was just sort of, you know how when you're, when you're tired and you're driving home and you just kind of have one hand on the bottom part of the steering wheel? No, I'm always 10 and 2. Okay. Um, I learned to drive right, unlike you Georgia folks. Uh, actually, I believe nine and three is the current thinking. Is it really? Yes. With your thumbs not wrapped around the steering wheel. I, I do use an outdated model. Yes. 
Uh, well, the keyboardist if was I'm, playing. If I'm wrong about that, don't correct me. I don't care that much. <laughs> the keyboardist was playing in the manner of a tired Georgian just trying to drive home without using their arms too much. Or blinkers. It was just like one arm. And he was just kind of going. Like, he didn't incorporate other arm at all during the dark middle chapter. There was a point when they said, uh, here's our reggae song. Mm-hmm. And then I played what was uh, very definitively not reggae. An they- unfortunate string of words. Was it punk? Uh, no, I'm gonna go ahead and, and arbitrate. No, it did. <laughs> Was say, any of the songs punk? No, it, the reggae song did have the lyric "rat-a-tat-tat" in the middle of it once. The, the phrase "Hi, I'm Smash Mouth, so and this like is my reggae." Song is very bad right so that this was the long dark middle chapter uh, around this time is when the keyboardist just kind of sat or not the keyboardist the guitarist just kind of sat down to play because he was tired um and he spent the rest of the show leaning against sound equipment how many songs did they play a lot it went for a full almost hour too many smash Mouth. it's a it was more that's, smash mouth that's than a I lot knew of existed. times to play loser in a row <laughs> and yeah they did play that one um and they they were like wandering as though they were going to leave the stage, and I hadn't played uh, All Star or the other Shrek one. Wait, is Loser not their song? What is it? All Star? All Star is the Shrek one. Yeah. What's Loser? Is that another one? All Star is the meme song. I mean, that's the uh, who sings. I'm. I'm. Is it Beck? It's. I, yeah. yeah I, don't Beck. I don't know why I crossed they play, those. They but. played some song that embodied the feeling of Loser. So I mean, you're close. Um, they hadn't played either of the Shrek songs and we're like, you are contractually obligated. Your career is built on one thing. Stop faking us out. You you did a Shrek and that's who you are now. (laughs) In the midst of the dark middle chapter, um, he did manage to pull a bunch of uh, VIPs out of the corral, probably because they were really tired of breathing each other's sweat in. Um, and one of the VIPs was a, a young lady who was very into this and was twerking and flossing extremely enthusiastically to a very slow cover of uh, that, that song that you mentioned before, Walking on the Sun. The, the like slow smash mouth cover of Walking on the Sun. That's and a she, flossable song. And she is flossing and twerking as though this is a full party ballad anthem song. Uh, so that was a sight to behold. So they chase the VIPs back into their corral, and then they they do the two Shrek songs. But by the time they get to All Star, maybe the only good actual Smash Mouth song compared to other Smash Mouth songs, like this one reaches good because it's a little bit more than them repeating one phrase for three minutes. Sure. Um, He is so tired and out of breath. He is croaking the (laughs) lyrics to All Star into his microphone. And he is just holding the mic out to the audience to have them sing key parts of the song. They can do it. For longer than is is necessary. Like most musicians for their popular song, they would like throw the mic out for like everybody's favorite lyric or something. Right. But by the sounds of it, <laughs> they're doing whole verses. Yeah, no, it went for a bit. the audience. And they do it like maybe once or twice, right? <laughs> Because the audience came here to hear them sing the song. Presumably. Not to sing it themselves. All Star also had uh, a section in it that I have not heard before. That is like the slow ballad version of All Star. Mm. So that he could catch his breath. And so they're just like slow All Starring. And then he, he gets to it and he lets them sing the end of the song. And then he just leaves the stage. Bye, he Smash just, Mouth. He just wanders into the VIP corral to disappear into a sea of dads. <laughs> and... 
And we like did not see him there. again. Touch on Bear really quick. Yes. And Bef- I also want to start our ARG. Start it? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're at... It'll be a little little longer. A um, chunky one. But yeah, so we learned today, courtesy of uh, uh, Greg Buchanan and... Oh, who tagged us in this? Aster Smythe, I believe. Yeah, Aster Smythe tagged us. Greg Buchanan tweeted this. Um, apparently, the word bear is a, is a euphemism... <laughs> For a secret name for bears, because uh, our ancient ancestors were so worried about bears, they didn't even want to name them because that they fear they feared that the bears might overhear and come after them. So the bears were the Voldemorts. Bas- basically, <laughs> that was <laughs> that was what that was the connection Greg made. So yeah, like there was another term for bear, but they were too scared to say it. And so they started referring to them as uh, in Bruin. Northern Europe as Bruin, meaning the brown one. And then that just sort of morphed into bear. So we know we know the term bear. <laughs> we do not know the ancient secret name <laughs> that that would call the bears forth. What is a better name than Bruin? Yeah, or bear. I mean, I we've all been around for roughly thirty years. Plus yeah. or minus. Yeah. I am so ingrained in thinking that bear is bear that I can't think of a better descriptor for bear. Like, it seems to fit really well. Right. And that's the trick, because bears don't want us to know their true <laughs> names, because then we could control them. Uh, so, I guess I guess a word of caution, maybe don't go looking for the true word for bear. Mm-hmm. But if you do find it, pass it on. I imagine it would sound similar to, like, bear language. Some kind of Ursa-related something. Yeah, like, something that sounds like a low growl. Because I don't don't think a bear would respond to, like, Cindy. Uh, is a yogi. <laughs> but like a guttural one. A, y- a guttural yogi. yogi. Tyler, or something with fire here. Or something about a picnic basket. We have a large bear representative in the corner. We what? No, we... Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah, is, I'm worried if we do find the word that he'll come to life. I, I am worried about the fact that we don't even notice him anymore, and he is a life-size Eurasian brown bear sitting in the corner of our breakfast yes. room. And... Also, most guests have not noticed him at or first. Or haven't commented on it, at least. I, I've had guests comment, but it's after 30 minutes of being in here, they suddenly realize there's a bear in the corner. I mean, he just kind of fits the aesthetic. He really does. He really brought the room together. <laughs> Did we accidentally find the word? What? Is it Peebus? Peebus? Uh, Tyler, you've said Peebus so many times, it's, and I see no bear moles on you. Yeah, I don't think but, it's Peebus. But we did say Peebus, and then we got a bear in the mail. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, was, that, was that the order of operations there? I think so. I think I so. I can't recall. It's I think been so. so maybe well, just, you said it several more times. We'll see if more bears come. Maybe just don't say it in the woods. Okay. Or outside. I am frightened now. Don't say Peebus in the woods. That's a that's good <laughs> life advice from so, what the folklore. It's like, it's that's like what a, my, gram, my grandma taught me. It's a spooky stories book for kids. <laughs> it's like, don't say Peebus in the woods. It's not better than Tyler's spooky story that he told us <laughs> while like, knocked out on Denny's. I don't remember it. I don't remember. You keep it. referencing it, and I don't remember it at all. So Tyler ate Denny's once, and apparently Denny's not only makes Tyler violently ill, but like violently ill in the way that you start seeing into other dimensions. So he was laying on the hotel bed at PodCon, just giggling his ass off, and uh, we were telling scary stories for some reason. And he's like, "I I got one," and he starts describing wandering down a hallway, and he's describing the stuff you're looking at, and then trails off 
and goes jump scare. <laughs> And that was the end of his story. I don't recall. It's I the mean, best it scary, scary story I've ever heard. Uh, okay, hit me with this ARG. All right, it's called Ramble Quest. Okay. Yep, good start. I think every week we should take turns introducing a new clue or rule until we decide what to do with them and then make up a prize for whoever does it. Great, okay. My first clue, listen to every episode we've recorded, not rambles, or should it be only rambles? Should it be exclusive to rambles? Uh, Maybe, I guess. Take the 16th word said in every past ramble and put it together. That's your first clue. And while you're at it, uh, share it with a friend. Get, the, get their <laughs> help. Also get it engaged. And, and, then you might, and then you might get another clue. <laughs> See? It's fine. That's our timer. Now we have to start the real show. Okay. So that's that's your homework. We listen to all of them, 16th word from each one. If you have them downloaded to your computer, delete them and download them again. <laughs> Helps the stats. Just get the numbers up. <laughs> It, it won't mean much, but it'll make me feel good when I see it. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to Smash Mouth again. Wash this from my brain. Someone's going to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty. Happily ever after. <laughs> 